Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And guess what, Ellie? What? We've got Izzy Sutty on the podcast. No way, dude! I know, she's right here! Hi, mate! Say something! Hello! Welcome, welcome to uh, our stupid podcast. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Should we paint the scene, Ellie? So we've invited Izzy. I mean, she's very famous. She's very funny. She's a woman. She's a feminist. But she also lives (laughs) down the road. I do. And there's really good parking on this road, which is good because I can't reverse park. Uh, I'm actually having lessons in reverse parking. Oh. But you basically wouldn't have bothered if I'd said the parking was a nightmare. No, that's one of my conditions. If anyone asks me to go anywhere, I'm like, do I have to reverse park? No, I can't come. Can I park in a Sorry, Steven Spielberg. I can't drive myself to Hollywood. No deal. (laughs) Excellent. And we're recording this because normally we record in the lounge, but the acoustics might be slightly different Mm. on this podcast because we're recording in the dining room because the lounge has had all the plaster hacked off the walls so people can do something about the damp I don't even really know what they do do they spray things on it I don't know do they just go around with big sponges and like suck the damp out of your walls just get a hair dryer I don't know what they do but they're doing something that costs thousands of pounds and will make my house look shitter so is the damp only in the kitchen in the living room oh well the news today was I mean I'm not going to get into it listeners don't worry but in a nutshell the news today was they think the front and the back of the house are higher than the middle of the house so the water is gathering under the middle of the house wonderful news that sounds great, doesn't Ooh, like it? Sounds, pool. It does sound like a kind of advent, beginning of an adventure. Or like there'll be a trapdoor <laughs> down to there and some treasure. Ooh. Um, or just that we're all going to slowly drown in our own house. That's, that's, <laughs> or yeah. or, or just, just the, yeah. the first story will become the ground floor. And your loft will be like your your um, your new bedroom. So I guess be nice. it, it depends what kind of person you are. Is the house half full of water or half empty? <laughs> of water? I just um, think you should get lots of balloons and float away like an up. That, that would, would be, be nice. That would be cheaper. Yeah. To be honest, than how much it's going to fucking cost. But anyway, guys, yeah. Izzy Sutty's here. Yay! Dad chat with Izzy Sutty. Yes. <laughs> sounds a bit dodgy. Oh, sounds like Radio Four. I reckon we should all pitch it now. Damp chat. <laughs> It's a bit Monty Don, isn't it? Oh, a bit of damp chat. Anyway, so who are <laughs> just you? Just get you damp. Is that oh. what I thought? That, I couldn't work out where you were going with that. Now I've just worked it out. Oh, yeah, he's nice. He's nice. Hey, who more, um, who's the other one you like? Ian McLeod. It, Kevin it, McLeod. Kevin McLe- Ian McClellan. <laughs> Kevin McLeod needs to fucking get around here, sort the damp out, and then sort your damp out. Oh, and yeah. And then we'll be laughing. And we can all have a monologue at the end. Excellent, excellent. So you're, you're here because, you know, you're a comedian, you're an actress, 
Um, but you're also Dobby from Peep Show, am I right? No, I am a doppelganger. Oh, a, I a, see. Double, a Dobby ganger. A Dobby um, ganger. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. Yeah. And yeah. Do, do people still get? Do you still get stopped in the street? Are people just shouting Dobby? Um, not as much as I used to. I remember when it was when I was first on it, I got chased by about like a massive crowd of 20-year-olds on the South Bank. Oh, wow. I haven't really done very much telly before that, and I thought that was the way. I was like, oh, my God, is this what it's like to be on telly? I'm going to be chased by, like, crowds of people all the time. They were all shouting oh Dobby. And, yeah, it was really odd. Um, and that was the only time that's ever happened. It was really strange. But that would have changed you, because once you'd had that experience on the South Bank, you kind of go, oh... Will it happen again? It could happen at any time. Yeah, in any liberal middle class area. <laughs> Next time I go to an oh, art gallery, all the Barbicans, stay away. I could never go to the National. Um, uh, people are really nice, and often people are really nice and not yeah. drunk. But if I go out in East London, especially, yeah. that seems to be a hotbed of Peachtree Peach Peach fans. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. So stay away from the excellent bars and wonderful, like, ironic takeaway shops they're all into the fried chicken and the pizza now like it's some kind of new discovery but then it's charged twice as much that's East London in a nutshell we're in Catford there's chicken shops that have been here since 1891 (laughs) I used to go to this um, place in Clapham where you got like a toaster on each table and you could go and choose your own bread and there was like loads of jam and stuff (laughs) dude that was my 20s Well, it was like about 10 years ago as well. And me and my friend Murray used to go every Sunday. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. It's only like seven quid. You can have so much bread. And, like, and someone was like, couldn't you just be at home and eat toast? And we were like, oh, yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening in East London now. Yeah, like, it's like the Empress yeah. New Clothes. You're like, hey, guys, look, we've got fried chicken. I know. Don't get illy started. Oh, the Lewisham Model Market gets me very angry. What's the Model Market? Um, so in Lewisham, there's this um, bit of... Martin used to be a sort of shitty covered bit by the shopping centre selling you know really dodgy basically dodgy records and hair products it was all a bit strange phone covers yeah and then they ripped it all out and they replaced it with the model market which is like an arty food market okay which I sort of don't object to in principle but you have to pay four pounds just for the privilege of going in the market which pisses me off that's Mm. not good and then it's like just white people standing around a bin that's on fire drinking cans of red (laughs) stripe and I can't it just makes me unwell. Oh, can't wait to go. Yes. <laughs> Do you want another crowd cake? They're only twelve pounds. No, I don't. I don't. Shut up. So yeah. But anyway. 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 Get back to this guy, uh, Izzy. <laughs> you had a you had a kid recently. Enough. Yeah. Enough. You've been what, a parent for like three and a half years. Yeah. It's very, it's, I was going to say it isn't that recent, but it does really feel like it was very recently. It goes quickly. Yeah. And all the cliches are true, where they say you know it goes so fast, and it bloody well does. I remember for about the first year, whenever I was on my own, which wasn't very much. Well, whenever I was on my own, whenever I was on my own, I had time to think. I think sometimes you're on your own, but you're working, so you don't really. But if you're like in the bath, I just used to relive the birth. Mm. And then, really? Oh my god! Oh my god! Like it, like snapshots used to come back, like after a, a night out, where you're like, "What did I do?" And like all these <laughs> memories come back of you, like talking to some guy from New Zealand and like doing an impression. I don't know. Like I was just like, "Oh my god, the birth!" Um, so it feels like that only stopped quite recently, mm. and I'm like, "Well, you know, my friend just had a baby, and just like, it's just like it was a 50 hour labour, but." really bad like guys it's like a 50 hour you shouldn't like that at all but she was a bit like it was a 50 hour labour and it was it was incredible and it really hurt but the whole time it was incredible and I was just like how could you have felt that (laughs) (laughs) incorrect mine was so much shorter than that and I was like swearing non-stop and screaming and 
didn't I only had gas and air so but then she only had gas and air I just I mean so in awe of her that she held on mentally to yeah and she was like you've got to try this thing called hypnobirthing and I was like I did fucking hypnobirthing but you know still mate my, my vagina was still hurting yeah didn't stop did that. you do hypnobirthing I mean uh, I, I didn't know I think you did I did I did like yoga and and I did a thing called the golden thread breath and I remember that yeah, yeah. and you yeah. went to like envisage breathing out a golden thread which I kind of did <clears throat> and I did a lot of mooing and sounds like that they the the yoga lady I, it, it may have helped I sounded weird um, but you know it kind of I think it kind of helped at the time but yeah it still really hurt and it was not not fun no it wasn't you know I wouldn't do that bit again just for fun yeah, yeah. So was, that, was yours quite traumatic then was it um, no they did a sweep quite an aggressive sweep she said as she was doing it she was Australian with an actual broom no problem um, and then uh, yeah she she said you shouldn't she said I still think it's going to be tomorrow and that was at about four o'clock but when but when we'd gone in that time um, we were like we strolled in and we were like oh we're in labour I'm in labour and they were like okay if you were in labour you wouldn't be able to say like I'm in labour and I was like no, no I've done hypnobirthing I'm just really calm and then they it was the same woman on reception when we came back hours later after we went home after the sweep and I was like oh I'm in labour <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we took the biggest um, we took the biggest suitcase they said they'd ever seen so I got sent this list you know you get like when you're coming towards giving birth people are like send you emails that are like you know this might help you it helps us kind of thing I got sent this list and um, it said you must take at least 30 maternity pads Um, (laughs) wow because obviously if anyone's listening and hasn't had a baby or blokes you might not know you bleed a lot don't you after having a baby yeah for about a month yeah and Mm. you need like massive sanitary towels aren't they so I took 30 maternity pads, which took up about an eighth of the suitcase. <laughs> Ellis went to Pret and bought loads of cranberries in coats. You know those... Um, they oh, do the like, yoghurt things? Yeah. Yes. Because he was oh, like, oh, I must get you snacks to... He must have bought like 20 packets of those. And so they pads all went and cranberries? In. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I know, um, what, I know what pregnant you know, women in labour want. They want a seasonal dried fruit <laughs> yeah. in a hard dairy coating yeah that, that. <laughs> yeah the go- they, they melted at a quicker rate too than chocolate those yogurty ones they just go they, just, they get all clammy oh, and yeah they do they don't they don't melt do they sort of disintegrate yeah almost. they just kind yeah. of go like paste oh, yeah 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 perfect that's what you perfect. want perfect yes yeah. exactly get a lot of those <laughs> yeah. so we, yeah oh, the, we wow. had a very very big bag and I just couldn't face the next day even getting my wash bag out of it oh, to dig through all the cranberries and coats and the maternity pads <laughs> which the hospital provided anyway like anyone who's having a baby you don't really need to take any maternity pads do you maybe a couple but no that's know, what yeah. they're there for that's what you pay your NHS taxes for yeah but anyway you were well prepared I was well prepared I also had two long white night dresses that were like five or six sizes bigger than I normally wear oh, very my friend nice. said to buy. very Bonnie Tyler yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my friend who'd had two babies was like take long white by these long whites well I don't know because they instantly obviously got covered in blood so I had two so I put the first one on after I'd given birth and then blood went on it and I was like oh at least I got the second white gown (laughs) I got that on and then that got covered in blood as well I'm I sure know. that's a wind up. I, yeah. she might as well say, now, what you want to do is get 14 wedding dresses, yeah. put them in your bag. That's yeah. right. Six pairs yeah. of high heels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Take some work in. Yeah. 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 
yeah, definitely. And have you ever thought of learning Chinese? Yeah. Now's the time. This is absolutely ideal. Oh, but no, it was you need to do it. What it not to do? When... Yes, yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And like tour, which I didn't realise how common that is, but it's like incredibly common, isn't it? Mm. So then when they sewed me up, they said, breathe in as much gas and air as you want. And I was like, okay. And then um, I got really, really high. Like <laughs> awesome. I was, I only breathed in gas and air for maybe 20 or 30 minutes. And everything went, it's, it, everything went into like a student film about acid that you'd go, that isn't what really happens. Like everything went like echo. Like people were like, hello, Lola, la, we, we'd like, like to just so, so you, you up. And I could, just couldn't stop laughing. And then, um, <laughs> Like we knew one of the midwives and her friend came in and was like, Oh no, what a beautiful baby 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 baby. And I was like, This is amazing. And I was like shouting, I'm like, oh, it's so worth it just for this feeling. Because I was just so I was like, fucking hell, whatever this is, I need to feel this forever. And I just realised I was just absolutely fucked basically on gas and air. Awesome. But there's a reason that didn't gas and air used to be taken by like Victorian people like isn't it an old drug a bit like opium did you have it no I just I just did my golden thread a very large vagina I had no tears whatsoever but I still can't sneeze without wetting my pants but I mean oh god I think that's a given that's the badge of honour isn't it isn't it yes (laughs) I I wet my pants the other day at at Legoland uh, in Denmark I like literally I we were in a queue and the kids decided they wouldn't they didn't want to be go on the ride anymore so my husband who's very agile my kids who are very small jumped through this sort of like metal thing fence and and I tried to get out but I got stuck and like my backpack got stuck and there were people pushing me from one end and oh my, my, God, my husband God. pulling me from the other and then I just laughed and then then did some wee <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Oh. Thank you, Legoland Denmark. <laughs> we all had a great time. Uh, anyway, back to your um, uh, tears and, and drug addiction. Um, yeah. So just, that was very I've just nice. had to have two hours of gas and air every day since then. Yes. I've been fine. Just kept the echo chamber going. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So that was a good start to motherhood then. And how's it been since then? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's amazing. It, it's such a cliche, isn't it? I mean, it, do, it, it it's intense. It's, I don't know how you can describe it, even in adjectives. Like, it, it just feels like she already always existed. And then, you know, can't imagine life without her and all that. Yeah. All that. Um, but all of course, that. at times, it's frustrating, isn't it? And, you know, yeah. sort of day-to-day basis um with a toddler sometimes when they won't do what you tell them to do or, yeah because yeah. you've got three three-year-olds are a, a particularly interesting breed because they're still kind of a kid but then they've got a new vocab yeah so they're quite strong and fighty uh so that's yeah. I, don't, I mean I, I can't speak for your daughter no, no I, th- I think they do start to realize that they've got a choice don't they like, yeah i don't have to put my shoes on i can put my shoes on the wrong feet i can put them on my hands and no like, oh god like yeah. this is opening time up to go to school yeah well, i mean nobody wants that that leads to democracy and that's how you get brexit that's oh, it. yeah. it's a disaster <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants that ever again no were you worried yeah. about how having a baby would affect your comedy career because you were quite established already weren't you when you had her yeah um yes i was because i always really put work first even before most relationships um and was just so focused on work for so long I was really scared because I didn't know I didn't know who I'd be without work no but I really didn't like I was completely defined by it I think especially with stand-up because it's you know it's sort of a version of you but it is kind of you um and I and I 
obviously you talk about your life a lot so you think am I going to talk about motherhood and what will that be like and you know but mostly I thought how are we going to manage it with you know my boyfriend does the same job as me more or less um a lot more stuff about football than me but (laughs) but still um and yeah I I was I was worried about it but the desire to have a child to be honest just suddenly descended on me like I've been struck by lightning or something. Really? Like, yeah, I've been sort of talking around it for a bit. We said, I don't know, I don't know. And I literally woke up one day and was like, we've got to do it, we've got to do it, we've got it. And then we just went for it. Like it was, yeah, it was just quite a sudden wow. thing of like, yeah. But now, I just um, don't care as much about work. Mm-hmm. Like I sort of really want to be with her. And yeah. Like it's even a big deal for me to come out in an evening and do this. Like, I don't really gig that. I, I don't want to. It, if my agents listen, they'll be like, "Great work!" Like, don't worry, <laughs> no one listens to the podcast. <laughs> but, I, but what I mean is, I do stuff that I really want to do and that I'm excited about. And um, I'm writing a book, which is I love doing. But I also my priorities have completely changed. Mm. And if I get offered an audition or a job that's that would take me away from her for a long time, I probably don't know would have to think about how to make it work in a way that I wouldn't wouldn't have done before mm. and I don't think that necessarily definitely happens like I think some people just get get a nanny or just do carry on or maybe their partner does more full-time childcare. but um you just got to go with what you feel haven't you yeah. I wouldn't have thought this would have happened to me if you asked me 10 years ago it would have been like work 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 that was literally all I thought about and now I feel like I've got a healthy relationship with work yeah but then yeah other people have a completely different experience I know people who plan to be a stay-at-home mum and then end up going back to work six yeah. months later because it was doing that was doing their head in so. well it can be so you just don't you've got to go with what you feel haven't you I think mm. it can be really really hard being a stay-at-home mum and being on your own all time with the child and thinking of different things to do and it can be also in a different way it's very hard I think juggling this is a better thing it feels like so happy say juggling but it, it, there's no other you no, do feel like you've got it's, things you've got, in the air yeah, don't yeah. you kind of you are literally going oh my god you know someone there's got chicken pox or you know what the hell am I going to do if she can't go tomorrow and you know I'm going to get in trouble and whatever like I it's tricky I think you know you, you kind of think back to what men had or other you know the the traditional setups of relationships and they had complete freedom to do whatever yeah. they wanted because there would be someone always to catch catch the shit literally yeah, yeah. and now now it's a completely different ball game and we're yeah I my husband and I are the most boring people on a Sunday night we're like right I'm doing Tuesday night I'm doing Monday night you're doing a gig he's got a thing he's often doing Pilates um, I have to say Pilates like that do you have that thing where you go okay uh, actually this is more important than like yeah, like yeah, can I go yeah. for a run and you're like um, actually I need to go meet my friend because um, she's having a really hard time at the moment and it's like top drop yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know it is point scoring as well yeah. going but you did that last week and yeah. that equals over here I even so, find myself going like I cleared away the dishwasher this morning therefore I should get to go out and it's like Jesus Christ I, I, I seriously think you need some kind of Siri app going Siri yes. who wins this like yeah. you know I've done this this and this but I mean you, you've talked about in you've written a book about finding Mr. Right. Was that before you had kids or was that after you had a Well, I baby? wrote it while I was pregnant um, and then I sort of did the rewrites and everything when she was very little. Um, I think I went a bit mad when she was little and sort of went... I, I, I tried to carry on working as much as I had. I don't know, I, I just was like manic. Like I, 
I was like a chicken with its head cut off. I was like, I can do it, I can do it, I, you know. And uh, um, I got quite ill. I was touring. I did a tour. I can't believe I did that now because I just, mm. it, I don't know. You've got, as you say, you do, you go with what you feel at the time. And at the time it was right for me to dry myself into the ground working. I got really burnt out and had to like cancel the tour and stop um, work. And for three months, I had to stop for three months. And it's like, that was my body going, dude, like, mm. what are you doing? You, you know, you can't, you can't carry on as you have. You can't, you know. And I think even if we'd had someone living with us, um, looking after her, I still think, it, I think there was an emotional thing where I just really inside wanted to be with her, with, mm. with my daughter far more than I was, and I was kind of, no, 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 no this isn't what I, you know, this isn't the Izzy. Uh, it, it can be quite scary because like, you're like, you, you feel like, Am I just a mum now? My, like, what am I? Not that there's anything wrong with being... Um, but you think, is that my only role? That's what I mean. Like, am I not someone who can go out and put, like, lipstick on or... Uh, can, I feel I have not energy energy to listen to any of my friends or talk about anything that isn't babies. And then I think as time goes on, you go, oh, no, it's fine. It's just the kind of aspect of what I, what I am. Mm. I know that madness thing. And I did, when I had my second baby, who was two months early... Helen and I had booked a show um, like 10 days after he was born. God. Um, yeah. and, we, and we did the show. Yeah. Now, yeah, now I look back at that and go, that's mental. Yeah. yeah. And, we, and, and, like, yeah. and surround Ellie was like me and her mum and her best friend and her husband going, you don't have to do this. We can watch Spinal Tap and eat pizza. It's okay. But Ellie was like, I need to do this. And we're like, okay. And then I was like, all right, you've had a cesarean. You can do it sitting down because that, that yeah. won't be weird. It'll be fine. We're do very, you know what? It was a response. It was it was it was it was a weird. It was almost one that I needed to I needed not to not do it. Yeah. Like if I didn't, it wasn't that I was desperate to do this show. I thought it was yeah. really great because at that point we I mean we were making upwards of twenty five pounds. Extraordinary from shows, scenes. Yeah. Which we would just spend on wigs. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I was like, if I don't do it, then that means um, maybe a bit that I failed, and also that the, the world really has come crashing down, and it really yes, is a disaster. I think that's when, when actually, I should have just gone. This is a disaster, and we're just going to have to go get, go through it. Yeah, and, and, and life will go on, and it'll be okay. But I don't need to be in that life. But, but it does yeah. become really symbolic. Those single things. I think that's what happened to me. I was like, but I can't let go of that because that's the thing that. It, it, yeah, and actually, it's fine. It's mm. a single event, isn't it? It's not indicative of everything else that you're going to do in the future it just feels like that mm. um, so we're basically saying to anyone this who's like yeah I've, oh it's finding it really stressful carrying on with this baby just sit at home and eat biscuits is that what we're saying yeah i think so well definitely like give yourself a break i think mm. if you feel like going and doing it then do it but really listen to yourself i think i didn't listen to myself enough i was really scared of of losing what i felt was me and in fact I found me. Mm. <laughs> oh god! That fucking gas in there really did have an effect, didn't it? It's really she's, stayed with you. She's changed, man. Yeah. She's turned into Colonel. <laughs> What's happened? She's Colonel Kurtz in Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. But I, I think I think that's absolutely true because you, I, I, I've been, you know, I've always been a fierce sort of feminist and going, no, nobody can tell me what to do. I'm in charge. And also, I had, and I, I'm open to this. I was very judgmental of other mothers. Going, I'm not going to be like that mum. I'm going to be myself. Yeah. And that's, that, that is a bad thing that I did because I didn't know their story. But everyone does that. Yeah. Because everyone's scared. Mm. There's no one who doesn't get home and go, oh my God, did you, oh my God, that four-year-old's got a dummy. Because you're, so, you're like, oh God, I, like you're thinking I about your own. I did that today. Yeah. I saw a four-year-old with a dummy and was like, 
shocking. Yeah. <laughs> in my head. No, of course. I'm a terrible person. No, no, I think that's completely natural. Yeah. Like, it really is. I mean, everyone's just so scared, aren't they, that they're going to fuck up. So it's like, it, you know, it makes you feel better if you're like, well, at least we don't let the yeah, kids sleep yeah. in, like, a barn. You know I what I mean? I think that's excellent advice. Get friends who are shit appearance oh, and yes. then yes. you can just feel a little bit smug. That's the yeah. takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it is human to judge and I think the kind of person you are is not about whether or not you judge it's what you do with it yeah. so if you keep that thought to yourself and then actually in your case perhaps feel slightly shitty about that thought <laughs> That's I having a bit thing. of self-reflection going, you know, yeah. I'm not perfect. No. If you feel the need to say something to that parent or no. to write something on the yeah. fucking internet, yeah. then you're probably just a cunt, aren't you? Yeah. No, no. It was a passing thought. And, and and also now I self-correct going, I don't know what that person's been through. Fucking give the boy a dummy. Who cares if he's four or six? You know, like, Yeah, it's quite interesting to think, like, everyone's just trying their best, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, walk a mile in someone else's shoes. I think I think that's it, and I think that's the that's the weirdest thing because you go from having, especially I'm sure all the listeners have is having a professional career when you're judged on the work that you do, and then all of a sudden you have a different public persona. You're a mother, and you were open to judgment on a whole new level, and that's really scary. Because you don't know what kid you're going to have. You don't yeah. know when the baby's going to cry in the supermarket or, you know, all those yeah. sort of things. And I think that's, that is that is out of your control. And that's a very confronting kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, it's hilarious sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. fucking awful a lot of times. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, I'm just, just to change the subject, I'm just looking at the running order because Helen always writes a sort of list of things we might talk about. Um, what is this? Did you really throw a coin at Mark from Take That? What the fuck? I read that on the internet today, Izzy, when I was writing these questions. What even is... What? What? I love the fact this is true because there's something on the internet that aren't true, aren't there? Oh, but this is about this you. This is true. Oh, yeah, there's a quote 
Uh, when I was doing my second Edinburgh show, I wrote, I didn't have any, my, my first Edinburgh show actually, yeah, my first Edinburgh show in 2007, I didn't have any quotes. This isn't about Mark from Take That, but I'm getting to that. Um, and uh, I got, we I got said, you here right, for the yeah. Mark from Take That chat. That's well, finally we've said it, Lily, finally. Yes, in, in peanuts. <laughs> yes. Uh, come on. I, I said that Mark from Take That had said she's really fit and really good. No, no. And <laughs> um, I, um, <laughs> I, I said... I did loads of like quotes, but that weren't. Uh, what's the word? Do you find that words escape your head as you get yes, older? Yes, like, yes. Um, that weren't said, that weren't attributed to anyone. Okay. So I wrote things like Alan Bennett with an electric guitar, and like um, the best one I've had for ages, but with no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put them on my poster because like my manager then wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> They went out on any, you know, like when you're trying to promote your show, you send out yeah, like, to the a radio stations, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it says a bit about the show and everything, and then underneath it says whatever quotes you can like garner. So I just had all these <laughs> things. Oh, with no, with a guitar. Yeah, and then I, love um, it. I think it was um, Sean Keaveney years later was interviewing me on his Six Music show, and he was like, "So uh, I've heard you described as Alan Bennett with an electric guitar," and I was like. I had this split second where I thought, shall I pretend that's someone? And I was like, yeah, that was the Guardian back in uh, 2000. Uh, oh, Michael Billington. Like, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I just went, no, that was George Monbiot. I wrote that about myself because I didn't have any. So, uh, but no, this is true. Mark, where I'm from, is quite a small town in the Peak District and they have um, this amazing thing every year that everyone should go to called Matlock Bath Illuminations. So it's in the village of Matlock Bath and Mark, and take that with you to appear at Matlock Bath Illuminations and at that point... They'd hardly done like any gigs at all. They were touring schools and stuff. Um, probably nineteen ninety or ninety one. Oh, very early days. Yeah. Um, and so me and my friend Joe went, and there were ho- was hardly anyone there, you know. And um, my dad had given me a pound to spend on like sweets and lemonade, <laughs> and I had it in my pocket. And they sang this song, and me and Joe like worked our way to the front. And then um, first Howard like lent on a mic and sang a song just to me oh. which sounds like I'm really bigging myself up but I was really really average looking um, how, at that how age. old were you at this point like 11 but 12 or 13 mm. yeah so I was born in 78 and I think it was probably 91 I was probably 13 yeah but I mean I guess that wouldn't happen now would it but I mean it, what like it did it, it did not I just want to say he did he was he did he was, not was a bad no, yeah. he kept he kept 10 meters away from me he, um I think he was just like I'm just going to sing a song to this person. And I yeah, was someone, his manager probably said, like, focus, sing, on, sing a girl, focus yeah. on a girl in the yeah, audience. Exactly. Doesn't matter if she's six. Just, <laughs> yeah, just exactly. give her your lusty eyes. <laughs> kissy yeah. eyes, I like to say. Give her your kissy eyes. <laughs> and then, so he sang the song to me, and it was like, I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Because also, I really, at that age, wanted to, I've always wanted to be a performer and a writer and stuff. So I was always, like, watching them with a kind of, like oh you know like a slightly critical eye and I was like no they're very good they're very good and then so they finished this song and then um I kind of felt sorry for them because not that many people had turned up and at that point of course we didn't know they were to become one of the most famous bands in the world so I got this pound coin and um I was like I, I feel like I want to give this to them a bit like busking <laughs> but um they were kind of all starting to yeah <laughs> they were starting to kind of wind things down they'd done their last song and oh, they were starting to pack it away so I just threw <laughs> The pound coin. Something came over you. You felt yeah, the I need was like, to throw... This is what I was always like. Like, if someone said to jump off a bridge, I would. And I did jump off a bridge for a oh bet because someone told me to and wow. break my ankle. So I, I literally did that thing. 
So I was just always like, if you don't know whether to do something or not, you just have to do it. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. So I threw the pound coin at his head and it hit him. He was just the little one. Izzy. Gary. No, if you could no. raise at the front, oh, he was shorter. I know. Dude. I know Gary, yeah. Oh, well, Gary's got enough money now, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He just made the pound. Yeah. Um, Too yeah. much, some would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. somewhat, yeah. It's all right now. <laughs> I remember him telling what I think is possibly the saddest showbiz anecdote I've ever heard where when like after take that had sort of collapsed and like yeah. he was like this really you sort of forget now he was this really sort of naff figure of fun for he ages he was yeah Gary yeah Gary yeah. Bonner and he, he and once um, had to ring up a credit card company about something and they were like okay and what's your name please sir and he was like Gary Barlow and they were like oh is it really oh fucking that must be a nightmare go around with that prick's name oh fuck me <laughs> oh, it's, it's such a knob isn't it how do you live with yourself <laughs> And he was just like, no, I am, I, I'm Gary Barlow. Oh, and yeah, oh, get my up. my heart broke a little bit for him. Then I found out he was a Tory. Anyway, <laughs> I wish it on him again. <laughs> I hope his career goes in the toilet a second time. Oh. oh, well, that's. I mean, <laughs> where do we go from there, really? I, don't know. I mean, I I very smoothly segued us from quite an intense emotional uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> to throwing money at pop stars. I so... I've thrown money at anyone oh. else. No, yes, like, I've yeah. given money to homeless people. I've given money to buskers, but I haven't. But you haven't thrown it at their heads. No, 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 no so no, that no. would be awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you actually bust yourself? Because you play the guitar and sing. And I do, do. yeah. I, well, I used to try and busk, but I'm not very really good at covers. Um, That's what once, people want. People want stuff people they know. People don't want your own stuff, I no, found. No, they don't. don't want songs about a boy called Aaron from school. Um, <laughs> they want... Speed hey, Jude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a towel doing it at the end. Oh. Um, when, one Edinburgh, because I used to go up to Edinburgh Festival ever since I was a kid, because my dad was Scottish, so I used to... I went up a lot and um, me and my friend decided to do the whole of Joseph oh, um, a cappella wow. yeah so just got it at school so we didn't have the guitar we just sat down near the Royal Mile and it's like way you way you back many centuries ago <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> oh my god it's like Jesus oh, like, we were like clicking again. our fingers yeah, yeah. yeah but you've done loads of other stuff because you've done like award winning radio shows and all sorts what are you what are you most proud of in your in your comedy over oh that's a hard question I don't know I think in terms of the st- I, I'm really proud that I write stuff um, and I think writing especially the second series of my radio show was such hard work and I'm really proud that I did Edinburgh and probably do it again at some point um I still love writing songs and writing songs is for me where everything started really Mm. like I always wanted to be an actress but it was yeah it's always songs that um I always reach for the guitar if things have gone wrong or if or if things going well and um I used to write so many more songs when I was younger but yeah. yeah, well, I was good. that was. I mean, yeah. Have you found that since you had a baby, your the your comedy's changed either the content or the yeah. process or yeah. Like I hadn't written a song. I'd written. I I wrote one song since she was born until like two weeks ago. So in three was it called "Am My Vagina Really Fucking?" <laughs> Give me I some really, gas and air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take me back to kings. Yeah. <laughs> the drugs are so sweet. The drugs do work. <laughs> <laughs> um, no it's about how she's posted loads of so 
she calls it daddy's guitar which really I'm like no no, no it's ah, mummy's guitar no. oh my god daddy Incorrect. just noodles on it and it annoys me like it's mummy's guitar anyway she's posted loads of um cardboard cupcakes I don't know if you've your kids have got this cupcake game. We've got, oh, we've like, got two all the of games. Them. Yeah. Right, so they're just cardboard cupcakes, aren't they, like from a board game? But she's posted about 20 of them through between the strings oh. into the into the guitar and loads of other stuff. Um, and um, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to take all the strings off. I don't change the strings on my guitar enough. And I was like, fuck, I've got to take all the strings off. And then my mate was around and he said... I think you should just leave all the stuff in there and just write a song about her posting all the stuff. And then, yeah. like, you can shake the guitar and they can... Yeah. So I did that. Yeah. Awesome. Then. So today I had to take my guitar to be repaired in East Dulwich. And I had to say... So I handed it to the woman. She was like, oh, Because it sounded really odd because you could hear all these things like rattling around. And I was like, I know this is going to sound really weird, but can you leave yeah. all those things in there? Yeah. Um, don't ruin yeah. it it's, yeah. 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 it's worth so that's much more jokes. than us that's <laughs> funny that's, yeah, exactly yeah. I was just like please this is the only song I've written in three years <laughs> don't remove the thing yeah. why do you think that is the only song are you just too tired or are you yeah I think when I used to write um, and when I wrote my radio series as well like that's got a lot of songs in it um, I used to have to have four or five hours stretch ahead of me with no one around couldn't write a single note if anyone could hear me i don't know why but you could get these rituals don't you about yeah i just think it's a bit embarrassing if someone can hear you sort of going so um and i remember when ellis was writing his edinburgh show and i was writing mine in 2011 i used to have to go into the bathroom we have this tiny flat in elephant and castle i used to go into the bathroom because it was completely soundproof and just sit on the floor with the guitar for hours and hours and just cross-legged and write the show and that's kind of how i used to work really and then obviously when you have a kid you just don't you don't get that space I think you don't get that mental space as well um so I've been able to carry on with other creative things I've been able to do acting I've been able to write do the rewrites of my first book and start my second book and and do other bits and bobs but I haven't had that sort of I don't know just mental absolute kind of infinity stretching out in front of me where I think oh if I go down the wrong road with this song I've then got you know I've got ages to I've always think, oh god, I should put a wash on, and I should. Mm. I'll yeah. do forty-five minutes, and I'll hang. There's always the list. Yeah. There's always there's always a sort of um, the mental noise. Yeah, it never stops, yeah. and it's you know, and as soon as you go, oh well, I'll, I'll just make some bolognese. And yeah, I'll exactly. do that. I'll just do that. Yeah. Well, it's time for the scummy mummy confessions. Uh, I would like to share one because so it's not really my confession, but I was um, clearing out because um, we keep all the props sort of either in my car or in my shed or in here. So I was clearing out all our props the other day and I found a bunch of confessions from a show and I just, it made me laugh out loud. It was so good. And it was this person had written, uh, she was in the swimming pool with four kids, which first of all is a fucking nightmare. Oh, and she'd God. written like it was the 80s. I'm Nowadays you're not allowed to, to do that. that. Yeah. But in the 80s, you know, of course. Yeah. kids yeah. travel the time. Kids were smoking. Yeah. 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 Well, everyone was going to die of nuclear holocaust, so it didn't fucking matter <laughs> how many people went swimming. It didn't no. matter. So, <clears throat> so she's in the pool with these, like, four, they were like four, seven, nine, ten, like the whole, the full disaster. Yeah. And and um, like the, the seven-year-old or something said, Mummy, Mummy, I really need a wee. And she said, oh, just do it in the pool. <laughs> so he went, all right, all right. And the next thing she knew, she turned around to see that her son had climbed out of the swimming pool, pulled down his trunks and was just pissing directly oh, into oh, the that's pool. Brilliant. <laughs> and it just made me laugh oh. so hard. I might put it on the Instagram as well. I think you should. So it's so good. Yeah. So, oh. so thank you. that. Per- I think she might have signed it. I think it was Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Oh, thank you, Lynn. <laughs> Is it, have you got a scummy mummy confession? 
Yeah, this is to do with we as well, weird. Oh, yeah. It's we a lot of it racism. Yeah, I um my my boyfriend's sister and her um her fiance were I hate using the word fiance. It feels like oh, a, a fiance. Oh, there should yeah. be like an English word for Yeah. It should be English words for everything. Yeah. That's what's wrong what with this country. Yeah. <laughs> we have to use foreign words. Oh, I hate yes. foreigners. Forget it's a loaf of bread for God's sake. <laughs> You people. It's a long roll. <laughs> yes. So they were staying in our house and we've only got one bathroom. Um, and I... So I had my daughter's potty in our room because, um, I, like, she does a final wee before bed and that's, like, part of your duty. Oh, yeah, the yeah, bed yeah, wee, yeah, we yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, the bed yeah, wee, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. the bed wee. Very good. So it's still in our bedroom. My boyfriend was away. Um, I got up in the morning and I really needed a wee. I woke up before my daughter <coughs> and oh, um, my sister's boyfriend was in the bathroom and I was like, I don't think I'm going to wait until he's finished because they were going to a christening so they, I thought they might take ages. So I discovered that if I push my bum like back as far as I can yes, on the yes, yes, and lean slightly forward, yes. so it's like you've got to tilt your pelvis yeah, yeah, yeah. forward. And the reason I'm saying this is if I've done it before is because I have done it before. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is the first time I've done it while other people have been in the house apart from my daughter. Um, and I just weed into the potty and I was like, this is fine. Like, none's gone fine. to the carpet. So it was full of wee because it was like first thing in the morning. So yeah. then my daughter woke up and she was like, I need a wee. And um, <laughs> what am I going to do? Because we haven't got a garden. All of our windows open onto the garden of the flat downstairs yes nice or the front of the house which is their front garden mm. so i walked down the stairs i was just thinking she was like did you, I, was, I just said oh i've done a wee in the pot and she's like mommy what have you done and i was like as i got to the bottom of the stairs and i was still thinking i don't know what i'm gonna do obviously i can't throw it down the kitchen sink that's gross oh, it's not gross no. place yeah. yeah, but then, yeah, I suppose then disinfect it, it didn't uh, seem right. But then you've got the visual memories. You've I know. Got, yeah, yeah. I know. Got, um, yeah. And I could have just opened the door. I didn't think of this. I could have just opened the door, walked down the steps and poured it into the street. <laughs> like an Elizabethan. Yeah, I did yeah. keep thinking, this is like, how do oh, people Oh, it's like Jim Alley all over yes. again, is he? <laughs> Mate, why? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but as I got to the bottom step, literally like a sitcom the bathroom door opened oh my god we while you were good holding morning, the Jacob. I was holding it but I thought as long as she doesn't say mummy's done a wee in the potty he won't know that it wasn't her wee no yeah. and luckily she was like kept still yeah ran yeah. towards the shreddies and then I entered it and then she did a wee in the potty and then oh. you told that story on the internet oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jacob come in and uh... <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That, that honestly, I haven't laughed so much since Holly Manish told us about shitting in a carrier bag. Oh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, that is the end of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe and follow us on the social medias at Scummy Mummies. That's right. Have you got stuff to plug? Where can they find you, Izzy? Oh, I'm on um, Twitter. Oh. Izzy Sutty, I-S-Y-S-U-T-T-I-E. Mm-hmm. And you can, and there's a link to buy my first book there, which is about my twenties. What's it called? It's called the actual one. Anything else you want to flog? The new book will be out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> What's this face? Um, I'm going to start doing more gigs again, so but I'll put them on Twitter. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, I've just forgotten. I'm in a film called Pincushion that will be on soon as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. What's it film? Yeah. Oh, well, it's there you go. It's the first feature film I've ever done. Oh, well, like in the cinema. Yeah, it's going to be in the cinema, and it's got Joanna Scanlon. Um, 
and um, Lily Newmick, um, oh. who are both brilliant, playing um, like a mother and a daughter. It's kind of like a twisted, dark fairy tale. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you so much, Izzy Sati, for coming on the podcast and coming to my house, which does literally look like a bomb's hit. It is, yes. it is a bit blitzy. I think it's very cool. It's, I think you should keep it like Would this. you actually want to live here? No, but... No, exactly. um, <laughs> Well, we'll yeah. be all right, you know. Oh, like yeah. I said, it's out. It's, it's out. Britain won the war. Just we'll get on with it. Get It'll on fine. with it. Shush. Thank you very much for coming, and thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye bye. I do want to say a big shout out to Legoland Denmark, who gave me some tickets to get in for free. So I should say thank you. It's very good. Uh, for Lego and doing public... And if you like Lego or land, <laughs> it's the theme park for you. Legoland, Denmark. That's right. Excellent. Tuck. Yes. <laughs> That's how they say thank you in Danish. Oh, good. I know. Right. Oh, that's good. a nice word, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. good All right. Story. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.